I think that that God wants us to come to an understanding of who Jesus is, right? Um, and I think God is surprisingly good at getting the message of Jesus out. Welcome to the Search Podcast, where we have conversations about the big questions of God in life. I'm Blaine Larson, and today we're going to discuss what happens to those who've never heard about Jesus. My guest is Dr. John Hopper. John earned his bachelor's degree at Trinity University, master's in education science, exercise science, excuse me, University of Houston, an MA in transformational leadership from Bethel University, and his doctor of ministry degree in apologetics from Biola University. And you're now the second person whose degrees lasted longer than our intro music. <laughs> just to get here. That just shows I'm confused, Blaine. Well, I, I, I hope keep... not, because we've got a big topic to tackle today, John. Mm-hmm. We really do. So here's how I want to set this up. Pretty simple. As I understand it, the message about Jesus, you've got to hear this message, believe it, and that's the response, okay? So the natural question then becomes, well, if you want a relationship with God, if Jesus is the only way to have this relationship with God, you've never heard about him, you never heard the message, what happens to you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty big question, especially if the relationship with God isn't just one for this life, but for all eternity, right? And our, yeah. t- our ticket in is Jesus, but what if you've never heard about the ticket, right? So that's a really good question. So. Boy, well, it seems to me that there's maybe a couple different kinds of responses we could have to this, right? I mean, the first response we could could have to this is that, well, God just doesn't he doesn't judge people who haven't heard. So, if you've heard, then you're on the hook, but if you haven't heard, you're not on the hook. But that's that seems kind of odd, really. So, you know, most religions, right, they want to let people know about their religious beliefs. And in this particular situation, right, if if it was if it was true that we weren't on the hook, if we didn't know about Jesus, and we would still be good with God if we didn't know about him, then really we should keep it under wraps. Like, not tell anybody. Like, if you wanted your kids to be with God forever, then don't tell them about Jesus because then they can't possibly reject Jesus and then they're good to go, right? So that would put us in this really weird position. It also put us in a weird position just relative to what Christianity says. So, Jesus was about telling people about God and, uh, and sort of getting the message out. And he, he wanted his disciples to get the message out and all followers of Jesus through all the generations to get the message out. And so, that would sort of put us at odds with that, right? Because it would seem like it would be better off for us not to tell people uh, if they're good to go without knowing, right? So, so I'm not so sure that's really the best option for us. So it's almost like what you're saying is just even based on the general message that Jesus said, which is go tell people mm-hmm. about me and what I've mm-hmm. done, mm-hmm. In, inherent, implicit mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that is the fact that if you don't get this out, uh, it's not it's not good. We, mm. we wanted people mm. to hear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, okay, so that doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What other options do we have? Well, it seems another option would be, well, um, God's going to judge those who haven't heard, and it's just their bad luck. 
right? Like there's some people here, and if they do hear and they accept it, they're good to go. Some people don't hear, and well, that's too bad, they're out. And that one makes us bristle, right? Um, I mean, like that seems very unfair if that's the way that God God works. And and when we look at Scripture, we we see God saying things that that let us know that He is a very fair judge, and so. I think that our sort of repulsion to that kind of an option is is well-grounded, uh, at least from a Christian perspective. If we sort of put on the Christian hat, we'd say, well, how could God judge people who have never heard, um, uh, never even been given that option? And so I'm not so sure that this uh, particular option works all that well in light of who Christians say that God is. So, do we are we out of options? <laughs> do <laughs> we right. have another one? That's right. That's right. So, um, well, I, I think there is a, a, a better option. You see, that second option there, it assumes that people haven't heard, right? That there's some who haven't heard, and so it's just their bad luck and they're out. But, but maybe, to some degree, everybody has heard. Now, that doesn't mean that they've all heard the same amount, or in the same way, but but maybe God has gotten His word out to a degree that's greater than we think it is. So how would that work? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think one of the ways, and and perhaps you've talked about this on some of the other podcasts, is just through God's creation. So there's incredible beauty and order in God's creation. And most of the time when we think find things that are orderly and beautiful, we don't think they've just happened by chance. So let's take, for example, if you go up to Mount Rushmore and you see those figures, right, hewn out of the rock, you probably don't think, well, those just got there through incredible erosion process, right? You say there must have been something behind this. And so God, by just creating the world with incredible design and beauty to it, it, it really, I think, should evoke in us this response, well, then who made it, right? There's, there's got to be something behind this. So let's suppose that all you had, the only message that God gave you was creation, and you responded to that and said, you know, there must be something out there. It's much greater than me because that something made all of this, and I I, I want to be on that <laughs> person's good side or whatever. That that I think that's that's he's still gotten his word out, and we've responded to the amount that he has has given us. Um, I think also that that God has sort of placed within us a moral conscience. So it is true that maybe if we grew up in a religious family, we might have learned certain rules of God. But I think even if you didn't grow up in a religious family, you just have this innate sense that we should treat people in a certain way and we shouldn't discriminate. And and certainly there have been waves in history where there has been uh, sort of discrimination or uh, even the genocide of people. But generally the flow of of humanity is saying these things are wrong and these things are, are right. Well, wh- where do we get that? And so perhaps that is even God's way of saying, hey, there is a, a lawgiver that and, and I'm here and I, I, I'm setting these guidelines. And, and, and when you see, when you have that sense of injustice or, or wrongdoing, that should 
point you back also to this one that that sort of set that law. So, so perhaps God has given those things to all of humanity, and he's, he's saying, are you going to respond to that? Are you going to respond to your conscience when it tells you not to do it? And, well, well I still did it anyway. So we, God did show up to you through that conscience. So, so are we saying that, that a response to creation mm-hmm. or a response to conscience is enough mm-hmm. to get somebody connected with mm. God in a way yeah. that uh, the Christians would say, you know, saving mm. way, a way that you're with God forever. And you, I guess what I'm saying is if somebody never believes in Jesus, never hears about mm. Jesus, yeah, they respond to creation, must be a God. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. What, yeah. Is that what you're saying, that yeah. they, they get in or what mm. happens? Yeah. Well, I think there's uh, a truth about God, it's sort of a truth that even works in our everyday world, that when we sort of take interest in something, when we show our willingness to receive certain truth, that more is given to us. Um, So I'll just give you an example for myself. So so you mentioned that one of my degrees is in exercise science. Like, where did that come from, right? <laughs> so, so I, actually, I played a lot of tennis growing up. I played Division One college tennis, um, and so I, I taught people tennis as well. Some, some, some of the top juniors in in the country. And if I was teaching them and they just rejected everything I said, like they had it all together, they didn't want to listen to anybody. It really kind of shut me down. Like, like, why give them more? when they haven't even been willing to receive what I've given them. But if I had a, a, a say, a teenage kid who, who, boy, yeah, I'll try that, and oh, wow, look, that looked re- worked really well, then, boy, I would just pour out more and more teaching upon them, right? So, and I think Scripture sort of sets up God really in that same posture, that if we are open to Him and receive what He's given us, that He gives us even more insight. Um, and I think that can happen for all in all of our lives. So in this particular uh, situation, if if we see in creation that there's a God there through our moral our conscience, and we say, okay, there's a there's a God that, and we're sort of willing to even put ourselves under that a little bit, like who is this God? And we ask that question. That God can be faithful to get more information to us. And so how much information does somebody have to have? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, how does he even get it there, right? So <laughs> Yeah. So I um I I think that that God wants us to come to an understanding of who Jesus is, right? Um and I think God is surprisingly good at getting the message of Jesus out. So we might think, for example, um uh, a part of the world where Christianity is not uh, familiar to people. So let's take in the Middle East, and you grow up in some smaller community. It's a Muslim community. That's all you've ever heard of. You've never really heard much about Jesus or Christianity at all. And so you you live there, you grow up, and you die there. And you say, well, that person, well, what sort of chance did they have to ever hear really the message about Jesus? And yet we hear that there are, there are stories, countless stories, of people in exactly those kinds of places who are receiving 
very visceral dreams of Jesus, so much so that they, they actually feel he's in, he's in the room, and they get these repeatedly. And so they end up going on a quest to find out more about who this Jesus is. So, so here's, here they are in what you call this sort of isolated position, and yet God is managing to, to reach them. And, and it's not an isolated account, so um, sort of one book that I would even encourage listeners to look at is a, a book called Killing Christians, and it's uh, written by a fellow named Tom Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, and uh, it recounts story after story of of God showing up to people in the in the Middle East, um, and we really have records of that happening in many different parts of the, of the world as well, where God um, is willing to to get His message out that little bit more about who God is and who Jesus is. That's one of those really fascinating points to me. Even in the context of is there a God? So this is going on in the world. Hmm. People are having these dreams and experiences. Mm -hmm. What do we do with that if there is no God? Man, that's just one interesting thing to think about. But if there is, but if there is a God, like the God that we're talking about, well, he's quite capable of doing things like that. In fact, he's capable of doing anything. That's right. And and so it, it shouldn't be surprising that if he wants to get the message to anyone, he's able to do it through any number of different means. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And you know, there's another point um, to this whole discussion, Blaine, is that I'm not so sure that this, this idea that there's this mass of people out there that have never heard of Jesus is, can really, we can really hold on to that in our current age because of technology. Um, you might have been able to argue that sometime past, but now, I mean, you can go to the most remote places and, and they have, you know, they still have cell phones and they have access to the internet and they have, you know, their television and those kinds of things. And so they can very easily even type in Google, who's Jesus? And there's one particular ministry that was started by a, a former Apple exec, and he decided he wanted to let people know about who Jesus is. And so he set it up that really anywhere in the world, regardless of the language, you can type in like, who is Jesus or some question like that. And you will likely get to one of their manned websites where they have real people that will get into conversations with you. And they've been doing this for about 15 years, and they have connected just this one ministry, 1.7 billion people in 15 years. That's a pretty big chunk of world population. That's one ministry, right? So that means there's a whole lot of people out there that maybe we would even think that never heard of Jesus that obviously have because they're sitting in, you know, in the desert somewhere in Saharan Africa or, so, or somewhere in, you know, some even jungle situation in, in, in Southeast Asia, and they send off something on their phone. So, so God is, is able to get his message out. And so maybe it is that, that people really have heard, again, not to the same degree or the same amount or the same information, but they've heard enough to be able to respond to. So where do we wind up on this hmm. question, yeah. John? So somebody listening to this podcast, what's a, what's a takeaway? What's something... You'd like to leave like to leave them thinking about. Yeah. 
Well, um, let's say that even after hearing the things that I've said, you're still unsure, like, has everybody really heard and heard enough to be able to respond to? Has God really been fair here? And uh, it's okay, okay, so that's kind of where you are still. Um, the issue for you still is that at this point, if you're asking this question, is you've heard about Jesus, and you've even heard the claim that Jesus is the way that we come to know God. And so for you as a listener is, what are you going to do with what you know? You may not know about, okay, do all the other people out there, do they know? You may not be able to answer that question to your satisfaction, but you can answer this question to your satisfaction that, oh, I, I do know enough to be able to respond or not. And so I think that's what listeners should think about. What should I do with this God and with this Jesus? Well, this has been a really fascinating conversation. John, thank you for helping us to understand this topic. What about those who've never heard about Jesus? And I want to thank everyone for listening to The Search Podcast. If you liked this conversation, please subscribe and share with your friends. We would love to continue the conversation with you. So if you have a question or topic that you'd like to see us discuss on the podcast, email us at podcast at searchnational.org. And you'll find links to resources, other episodes, things we think you'll find interesting uh, related to this topic in the show notes for this podcast. So go look for that. And until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.